Hello and welcome to Best Self Radio with your host, Haley, coach, personal trainer, holistic nutritionist, and NLP practitioner, here to help you become the best version of yourself. Tune in each week to be educated and empowered around strength and conditioning, holistic health, and mindset development. I can't wait to help you on your journey. I'll see you inside. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the Best Self Radio with your host, Haley. Super excited to have you guys back on for another week. I do have my boys home here with me today, <laughs> my dog and uh, Ben, my partner. So if there's a little more noise, that's because of that. But hopefully, it won't be won't be too bad. Um, hard to hard to get the place alone most weeks. But I did promise some guests, and that is coming. Um, it's just with scheduling, it's a little complicated um, right now, but it definitely will be happening. So hold tight on that. Today, you just have me on the pod, but I'm really excited um, to talk about what we're going to get to as a main kind of conversation today. I do have a lot of things kind of on my mind, and you guys know if you listen here, like this is my platform where I can get really real with you guys I can share you know some honest thoughts just longer form where like I find if I try to do that on Instagram or even in conversations with people in passing like if I don't get that you know deep connection with them and be able to like really share sometimes for me a lot of my answers to different health things are very convoluted like there's a lot of different different things that I usually like to you know like areas that I like to discuss is not like so cut and dry with things so I find on here I can really go deep with you guys and share and open up and I was just saying to someone at the gym today like I find when you can get vulnerable and you can share that darkness that pain that struggle like that's where you really find that connection that's where you know you really you really can like help people because again, like we all are struggling with that. It could be different for different people. We all have those vulnerabilities and it's it's just so, it's so liberating when we're able to, you know, reveal them and be able to discuss those openly and not feel shameful for them and not feel like we're being judged for them. And that's something that I struggled with so much being in the fitness industry, being, you know, wellness and all of that. And just like always feeling like you got to be perfect. You got to be on. And (laughs) that led to a lot of (laughs) my health issues that I struggle with. Right. That's one of the things. So um, I just love this platform. I think it's very such a beautiful platform. And I'm excited because I'm working on getting it set up where I could have it on video. Um, So I'll put on YouTube and as well as um, put up some other videos like on YouTube as far as just like kind of sit down chats about different things, kind of some things I can go through kitchen, you know, different products that I like using, different ingredients um, that I always have like our staples, things to watch out for, which is actually some of the stuff we're going to get to today. So before I kind of share the other thing that's been on my mind that I've been working through the last few weeks here personally that I want to share and, you know, connect with you guys on some level there, we are going to be getting into some hidden ways that you are um, damaging your gut, damaging your microbiome, your gut lining, um, and just really contributing to some digestive dysfunction and not giving your body what it needs to properly digest, absorb, assimilate the nutrients that you are maybe giving it, but then it's not being converted down 
stream <laughs> down the digestive tract. So that's what we're going to get into today. I'm really excited about it. It's not, you know, the basic BS stuff that you hear all the time. Um, we're going to get into some things that maybe you haven't thought of before and some of the things that I've dealt with because I am a very healthy person, very healthy eater, but I still am dealing with some very, very uh, frustrating um or, you know, I, I like to think of them more of like lessons for me and things that I can share with you guys. But nonetheless, like some digestive issues right now, that is like, for me, I was a bit blown away because I do eat so well and I do think I take care of my health. But again, some of these hidden things that I wasn't doing that um, I definitely am now. And some of the things I were, but I was, but um, being just very conscious about it now. The first thing I will say just about that before actually we get into our topic is, um, or before I share the last thing I want to share, is I always think like I'm sharing these things and I think a lot of people can be like, okay, then I need to cut out X, Y, and Z. I need to do X, Y, and Z. If you're functioning fine and you feel great and you have energy all day and you feel really aligned with your life and your body and your soul and your mission and like you're clear and you're Every, like your sex drive is good your workouts are good your performance is good you're gaining muscle you're losing weight the way you want to like keep doing you right like you don't have to always take everything that people are putting down just because it's working for them or it has been proven to be disruptive gut wise or you know these kinds of things it doesn't mean it's going to be for you right so um just keep that in mind I think a lot of people jump and I know I used to be there too like jump to the conclusion like oh I have to do this I have to do that in order to be healthy 100% not these are things that have been shown to be disruptive for the GI tract to be disruptive for the microbiome these are things that I see like in my practice see for nutritionists like the group that I am in learning um, all about the GI map right now things that they see in the practice all the time things that I've gone through personally but that doesn't mean that it's going to apply to every single one of you and I think that a lot of you that will continue to listen to this episode some things might resonate with you and that's why you do and for those of you that it doesn't this is just not one that you really will either resonate or you just won't listen to because it's just not things that are you know resonating with you and you, you don't need to pick up so that's just kind of your uh free will conversation at the beginning of this right like you guys still are in control of your lives and your bodies and your health and if it's resonating with you awesome if it's not awesome okay so let's get in to what what I've been going through in the last honestly this has been a few months now but again I've I always like to kind of walk through things process it and then you know see if it's something I kind of want to bring forth and it really is because <laughs> I have spent since I honestly since I could remember you guys honestly I always kind of say 10 but it was even before that wrapped up in my head about my body right what it looked like what people thought of it um the size of it was it worth like thinking it wasn't worthy enough all of these things and yes like many of these things comes from parents right and society for definitely for this one as well again do not blame my parents i think i heard something that resonated so well and i think it's just so true like if you're still blaming your parents in your 30s like you got some work to do kid right so I'm 100% never and I honestly even before <laughs> growing up I never blame my mom for any of this stuff absolutely not because again like she had her things that she was going through and 
it is it's very mainstream right to have body issues body dysmorphia feeling like you needed to be a certain size to fit in um so anyway do not blame do not blame her or anything you know it is just what it is right but that is something that i've always dealt with and then developing disorders again i feel like i always tell this story you guys i don't mean to it's just like this stuff this is my truth right and so i've just the point is <laughs> for as long as i can remember i have been wrapped up in what my body looks like how what people think of it thinking that people are looking at me and then of course for some reason because that's my destiny my dharma <laughs> to get into the fitness industry where then a spotlight's on you for those things and so that didn't make anything better right um but uh, again i always think that was like my you know my journey to go through and my challenges to overcome and so grateful that i've continued to take on those challenges because now i just like it's so interesting like when I hear other women and other people talk about it, or I see it on social and still, and I just, I just think to myself like, fuck, I do not fucking care. And I apologize for swearing. Um, if there's anyone who doesn't like swearing or little ones around, but that's honestly just, I just needed to say it with a swear because that's how I need to bring it across right now. I was just like, I fucking don't care. And again, of course I care about what people are going through and what your struggles are. Like I, that is my nature. And then of course, as a you know, female health coach and fitness coach and nutritionist, like I am here to help those on those journeys that have not gotten to the place I am or I'm just like, I don't fucking give a shit <laughs> because I don't give a shit about for my body, right? Like I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to wear what I want. I'm going to eat what I want. I'm going to be who I am. And, you know, for me, that isn't something that like I'm not a super revealing person who wears revealing stuff like I just won't be um maybe I don't know like I don't know if sometime in my future I will be right now that's never been my truth regardless of like my body it's not like I'm shameful of my body I just like that's just not how I dress um I don't not a big cleavage person I'm not a big midriff person like that's just like who I am um again not saying that does not going to change in my life that's just that's my truth now but and so none of that, none of that stuff has like changed or that, that stuff's not changing, but it's just like, I, I just have always had this kind of shame around my body or thinking that people are looking at me or being like, oh, I can't have this. And like, that's, it's just so fucking tiring. And that's the kind of thing I'm just saying, like when you can re release yourself of that and you can truly put it to bed. Like I thought I put it to bed like a few years ago and I realized I was like, I was better. And I, but then at the same time, like I was kind of just, I like at this time I was like, oh, I want to do like a bikini competition. So I felt like I felt kind of better because I was like, oh, I have it for like this goal and I'm not just like doing it to doing it, but I'm still like, again, and not everyone who's doing, I'm not saying you're like disordered or you like whatever. I, I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just, what I'm expressing here is like I was using, I was having different outlets to kind of, kind of, what am I trying to say about like kind of allow like be at peace for within myself that I didn't have a dis that didn't have a disorder I didn't have body dysmorphia but I did right and I really truly in the last few months like as I've been meditating on this reflecting on this journaling on this I'm like I really don't anymore in the sense that I just I like I'm like if I'm hungry I eat and if I want and if I want something you know 
that I don't know like I just it's so interesting and like I just I almost can't even put into words right now because I just haven't thought about it like it's just been something that I eat to nourish my body and yes right now as we're getting into like I'm on a gut health you know journey which you guys have heard about so there are certain things that I do you know eat and don't eat right now because of that but those again those are things for my highest good for me to feel my best whereas when we're really dieting and we're restricting it's not for your highest good it's not for you to feel your best right it's like it's for you to control yourself it's for you to fit into x y and z mold and again like i think so much of this comes from your mindset coming into these things right if you are like if you can truly say like you feel really aligned with being in a deficit with cutting um with weighing your food like then go for it right i didn't i really didn't feel aligned with that that doesn't feel good for me at all it doesn't feel good for me to cut out micronutrients because there's you know too many calories in them like that just doesn't feel aligned with the person i am and that's never been me but i thought that's what I needed to be to like fit in. I thought that's what I needed to be to lose weight, like all of these things. And like so much of the stuff I'm discussing right now is going to be in an upcoming program, which I'm super excited about because for so long, I did kind of think I was like, listen, like we do kind of have to like measure our calories and be in a deficit to lose weight. And yes, like energy and energy out expenditure is true, but our food is not like it's not numbers it's not created in a lab like or it shouldn't be if it is <laughs> i'm not eating that kind of food and you shouldn't either but or do what you want free will but <laughs> um that's not what food is right and our relationship with our bodies and our food is so much more than just the food it is you know our our um our mindset it is our intention around it it is our stress it is the people we're with like there's so many other things that are going to contribute to your relationship with food and i'm just like I, this is just wrapping this up quickly because i have a lot to talk about with our topic today but i just don't fucking care <laughs> anymore um how many calories i'm eating in a day i just don't fucking care um if i have you know 15% body fat like i just i just don't fucking care like i'm just eating to feel my best to um have the best health the best hormones the both gut the best performance and i'm eating to be a fucking athlete too like and i'm living to be an athlete like i think that was the other thing i had this really aha moment where i was like i i like yes like maybe it's going to be a byproduct i don't know like i don't know how my body's going to change once i have kind of released this like again this like stress around that like i think that's huge in general but also like now that i'm like just kind of i'm just focused on being a high performer in what i do and i have like exciting competitions and stuff coming up for that so i'm excited to like just put my energy towards that now that I have so much more. So again, doesn't mean I'm just gonna go off and eat whatever I want because that's just not who I am. I am someone who's always gonna be focused on nourishing my body and again, making sure that I can perform at my highest level. And that requires good nutrition and stress and management and sleep 
and all that good stuff. So that's the end of my rant there. I do want to make an Instagram post on it as well, just because it's a huge moment for me, to be honest. Like I'm really fucking proud of myself as well. And you know, that uh, is something if you're moving through something similar, if you've let go of past programming and old self, like be proud of it. Like it's huge and so many people don't do it. So be proud of yourself. And uh, yeah, let's move on, you guys. Let's move on. I would love to hear any of your, you know, um, stories kind of similar to that, or if there's anything that you'd like to share or need support with, I'd always love to hear that. Um, Instagram is probably the easiest way to connect with me. So definitely here for you. And again, I'm not saying that I don't care about your journey or, you know, where you are. It's just that like, for me, I'm just so done with it. And I know a lot of the people that I used to resonate with on YouTube and Instagram, like I just don't anymore because I just see how they're still stuck in it. <laughs> and yeah, people may think that they're, they're not like, and I did at one time too. I was like, oh, they're like really healed and whole. And I just realized I'm like, whoa, no, they're really struggling still, which is fine, right? We all, we all are going through our own paths and journey, but it's just a really nice place for me to be at this time. And I would love to help you guys get there as well. Because again, this has been a huge growth for me as a coach in the last uh, few months. Okay, let's dive in. All right, you guys. So I hope you enjoyed that little intro from me just talking about um, really just coming overcoming body dysmorphia, disordered eating, really just putting that to bed like once and for all. And this is actually because of moving through that stuff in the last few months, this is why I am talking about what I am today. Because what I'm sharing is the hidden ways that we are fucking up our GI, fucking up our microbiome um, in, in ways that we think are healthy, right? Like we might be eating, living in a healthy way, and we're still getting digestive disorder there's still something going on there or hormonally as well because i'm gonna dive into how that's connected too but we're you know living our healthy lives and but something's still not feeling right or we live in our healthy lives and i'm kind of using quotations because i think a lot of things that we think are healthy are not um but we're living our healthy lives right in like our mid-20s we're feeling great we're feeling good and then we um, kind of enter into our late 20s, maybe early 30s, maybe we have kids, you know, obviously some things can change there, but we realize that, oh wait, we might not be thriving as much as we think we are. And the thing is, is that has not just sprung up overnight, right? I think most of us know that, but I think we need to be reminded of that sometimes. That didn't just happen overnight. I say that to my, you know, clients that are struggling with weight loss. I say, you know what? Like this didn't happen overnight. It's not going to come off overnight, right? Because we get we get really um, impatient. And this is the same thing that has happened with your gut, right? This didn't happen overnight. This has happened throughout childhood. This could even be starting actually in the womb, right? From your mother's health. Now, of course, we don't have control over that, but this is something to be consider, right? If you are a new mom or if you're going into that stage of your life, these are things to consider, right? This wasn't shaped in the last <laughs> few months, right? You didn't develop um, some, you know, digestive disorder, some hormonal imbalances in the last few months, or, you know, you might be struggling with, you know, 
keeping your weight off or you might be struggling with sleep you might be struggling with your energy production you might be struggling with your libido fertility um gas bloating you know constipation diarrhea um heartburn you might be struggling with these things they didn't happen overnight right this is years and years decades perhaps in the making and that's something so important to consider when we diving into these things and it's it's not just because like we were smoking binge drinking not moving eating processed food taking antibiotics um not sleeping enough like and those things like we might even have done some of them we might even still be doing some of them and those things we kind of know are like bad for us right like we're kind of you know we've kind of come to that realization that might not be the best things but us having these digestive issues um or hormonal issues are not just because of those things that are like in your face this is not good for you it can be coming from these things that were thought to be healthy a lot of things that were thought to be healthy in my early 20s so like in the mid 2000s are now things that we are really looking back at and saying like that that was a mistake right and I know for me is that when I started my nutrition degree one I was actually raised really holistically and my mom was quite ahead of her time on a lot of these things so I'm so lucky like I really did have an amazing foundation unfortunately I then like again I'm always grateful because I learned so much and I'm able to create the space create the programs be the coach I am today but it is it was unfortunate for my health I'm not gonna lie that I got into the fitness industry I got consumed with YouTube at the time and then it was Instagram you know TikTok wasn't a thing at the time but that alone is even in my opinion TikTok right now is even worse for our health than um, you know in multiple ways than Instagram and YouTube but those were not those were and you know this was the information and the education that was coming out of the time again that's just how things work right it takes time to prove things takes a lot of trial and error from different people um, to come to these realizations so it is what it is but I want us to start thinking if we are you know I think a lot of people listening are probably around maybe a little bit older a little bit younger if we are around our late 20s mid you know early 30s mid 30s even late 30s this is a lot of the stuff that we grew up with that is going to be playing a part in our digestion in our gut health in our hormones in our fertility this is stuff we have to consider and a huge part of our lives here on this planet is to you know learn and so that we can break those patterns for our lineage you know and so that's why it's like again podcast such an amazing platform for me to be able to even share these things because if just one person is hearing this and maybe pass it on to one other person that's going to change and that's going to make that ripple effect because these things that were labeled healthy that we were doing have led into a lot of issues so I'm going to name a few that I know I was doing that I know that I struggled with okay so growing up right I ate 
out of the garden. I ate organic. I ate whole foods. I ate from the farmers, right? I lived in the country. We had produce. My mom was ahead of her time. So like I was not eating box stuff out of a package. I know a lot of us were. So like you're, you may have started kind of behind with, you know, having a, a you know, vibrant microbiome and all those things. Again, no, no shame. Like again, nothing because I'm dealing with my own issues right now, probably worse than a lot of you who started off with processed foods. So absolutely like there's no, there's no like no shame, no right or wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I did start my life that way. Unfortunately, like in university, I didn't go like the McDonald's route, like eating whatever I wanted. I did start drinking, right? I did start drinking in high school and university quite heavily um, on and off through my 20s. Like I wasn't a huge drinker for a lot of the time. Then I had like moments here and there, um, but definitely, okay. So alcohol, not a good thing. University, high school in general, right? Like we, they, this, you know, how you are, how you are um, taught to study and things like that, right? Some lots of like long nights, not getting enough sleep, really high stress, stress environment, right? So all through university, stress is high. Um, we're not getting enough sleep. Generally, we're not having very good diet. Um, we are also consuming a lot of alcohol, right? Um, we might be in and around some toxic relationships as we're all growing and learning each other, right? Like some of, some of those things just naturally are gonna happen. Um, and then like in our early 20s, I feel like not a lot of that changes, right? Because then you're like stressful in jobs and trying to find your jobs. And again, figuring yourselves out in and out of relationships, like still drinking alcohol, maybe smoking, like a lot of those patterns continue. Now, if you are in the camp that I was in, right, we get into health. Okay, so this is where uh, this is where I'm, this topic is really going. You guys I just kind of wanted to set the stage, but this is where I'm talking about where we're thinking we're doing healthy things for our gut, and our gut is directly related to our hormones, directly related, obviously, to energy, to mood, to our um, fertility, because I know that's a huge thing, and I think again, like that's my stage of life that I'm in. Um, so I think there are women um, at that stage of life listening to this as well. That's going to be a huge huge thing as well that has been has been caused by a lot of our things that we were doing you know a decade ago and if we were in the health bucket right we think we're doing good things for our body and this is still happening like that's the other thing i'd say with this is i know obviously i'm exposed to this stuff more than the average person who doesn't do this for a living. Um, but some of the healthy things that we were doing right was high intensity um, classes, right? Like boot camps, boot camp classes, things like berries, um, Orange Theory, F45, um, you know, even things we do at my gym, One Academy. Again, there's nothing wrong with those exercises. I love a lot of them. Um, there's a place for a lot of them. But the fact that we, um, again, especially as women, I think I think men as well, but we women because of our you know hormonal uh, makeup, and that's not a topic about this, but because that we are just more sensitive to that. Um, and we have to think, we have to keep, keep that into account. So that high impact, um, high cortisol classes, very detrimental to our stress, right? And can be very detrimental to our gut lining as well with that impact um, of stress and cortisol on it can be very impactful for our hormones. So that can be one thing that just doing that too much all the time, that can be something that can be healthy, right? Seen as healthy quotation, 
but can be very detrimental to our internal health. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Again, I'm not saying never do it. I do it. I I keep in mind what point of my cycle I'm at and I just take a reading with myself on my stress levels, on what my workout, what my workout put has been, what my sleep has been, what my nutrition has been like, how is my gut health? I take account of those things and I put that into how hard I'm going to push in a high intensity cardiovascular workout, okay? So that's one thing you can do, right? One thing that's healthy, quote unquote, that can be wreaking havoc on our internal health and then how to kind of go about putting that into your life because I still think it's very good for you in certain context. Number two, something that can be wreaking havoc that we think are healthy, especially this is something I definitely went through, intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting can be something that can be a tool. I had a lap episode on it, so you can listen to that. But again, it's just this high stress environment that we're putting our body in, especially as women, especially in our ovulatory luteal phase, that is going to be detrimental for those things. Um, also, intermittent fasting um, can you know create um, increased hunger. So intermittent fasting and low-carb dieting, I'll put these into one. There's actually an interesting study that just recently came out about this, how this is, you know, really played acceptability into eating disorders and disorder tendencies. And, you know, how I kind of look at it is when we're depriving our body of food for a good part of the day, again, there can be places for fasting and listen to that episode but when we are doing that we may then go into our first meal of the day starving so then we don't pay attention to our digestive hygiene which is very crucial for for the digestive system and for us to break it down and for us to absorb and assimilate those nutrients so we can be eating that stressful environment excuse me when we come into front after intermittent fast because we're starving i know that's one thing i definitely did because even when i don't remember fast i'm pretty hungry before my meals and i have to be very intentional of you know drinking my bitters taking a few deep breaths before i dive into my meal so that is one thing i really found with intermittent fasting low carb dieting too like when we take that out then we become really hungry and so then we don't listen to our hunger cues we don't follow digestive hygiene which can be very detrimental to our um, digestive digestive tract and just how our food is broken down and being able to absorb Um, and then that you know can create again stress like we know right if we're stressed for a test we have diarrhea, right? We have heartburn. Like we we know how it affects, we know how stress affects us. But a lot of the time we think about the acute stress. We don't think about the chronic stress that maybe these high impact classes, these not sleeping enough, you know, this intermittent fasting is actually putting our body and then leading to us not absorbing our food correctly and leading to these digestive issues. So the next thing, number three, I could be doing that we think is healthy, um, that, <coughs> excuse me, that could be wreaking havoc on our digestive system is protein and protein bars. <laughs> I don't mean protein, sorry. I mean protein powder, protein bars, protein chips, protein fucking gum, protein water. I don't even know. So many things, right? Excuse me, I'm dry mouth. So many different things. <clears throat> and maybe I won't say like, just like, processed packaged quote-unquote health food or like fitness foods 
<laughs> so that I mean like your high fiber bars, your high fiber cookies, like all of these things. Now, what's one? Okay, first off, this is detrimental, like in so many ways. But first off, this is super detrimental because, all right, I need to pause and cough. Excuse me, I'm back. So this can be so detri detrimental because it's so highly processed, right? Like whenever we are trying to make something, take it out of its natural form and make it more protein rich or make it more fiber rich, you're gonna have to alter the natural state of that food or that product. So with something like, I'm gonna take like a Quest Bar and if any of you guys were into the YouTube fitness era of whatever that would be, 2012, 2013 you'll know what i mean okay quest bars had like 20 grams of fiber in these little things so then that that meant they had like four net carb which net carb just means like it's the starches and then you take out the fire or you the you know the carbohydrates the sugars and then you remove the fiber so then it's like what you're actually digesting is only like four grams of carbohydrates so um that was like this you know fiber that was put into this bar out of its natural state with like a protein powder sweeteners right like artificial natural sweeteners which again like are just things our body doesn't recognize as food and doesn't know what to do with them so it you know reacts to them like a toxin right so it can create um, holes in the intestinal lining can create inflammation or it does create you know does create these things now if you have them once it's okay if you have them every day that's when we're getting into problems right so those things and then our body doesn't recognize that fiber which is why we're gonna poop it out but it can also create extreme bloating if you know we're not balancing that with like enough water intake or you know if our body um doesn't have you know enough enzymes to break that down you know, like all of these things are so detrimental and the thing is too is like what i found especially if you're in fitness like what was sold to us we were like you gotta eat your protein right after your workout well guess what like right after our workout our body is in a really high stress of high state of stress inflammation and it's in fight or flight mode it is not in rest and digest mode it's not ready or able to digest your food right now so this was also leading to a lot of bloating a lot of indigestion a lot of those protein farts right like this was such a thing in in those like fitness era of the mid 2000s and that's because you know we were eating our food our protein a lot of the time in a state of stress right right after a workout or something like that so that was a little side note but you know getting back to these foods that were like you know processed and and put things put into them that just our body doesn't recognize right same thing with like the protein chips the, you know, the natural flavors, the fillers, the gums, um, all of those things, right? Like, again, what I'm saying is like a few times is not a big deal. Not a big deal to everyone, right? And my might argue that like, you might have something coming down the road, but that's not always the case for someone, right? A lot of people are able to be quote unquote, totally healthy and do all those things, right? Um, I found that for me, I know a lot of the time I wasn't really listening to my body in that way because again, I was like, oh, like this is good for me. This is going to make me lose weight. This is going to make me look ripped, like shredded, like whatever. Um, so I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to listen to my body, right? I'm like in the mid 20s. So I know that was something I did a lot. And I think people, 
are better at that like I think a lot of people are really a lot better at eating like whole food sources and not relying on those things but it's just something to look out for then in your protein powder as well like just make sure it's clean ingredients in there right like protein powder is a great great source of getting in a protein um protein throughout the day they're vegan or you know whey but you just want to make sure like for whey I want it to be grass-fed cows right so again you're not getting that stuff that they're feeding conventional cows because if you're eating animals the animal like what you eat that like sorry what is it the like what you're getting as food is what what not just the animal but what the animal eats you got to consider you got to consider the quality of that so consider that in your whey protein as well what are the things that they put in there with them right like i love the one i use hd muscle because they put in like a digestive support digestive enzyme into that um no other and then some stevia for the sweetener no other like you know artificial sweeteners no gums no fillers and that's that's what i look for so um just look for look at the look at the label right read them through if there's a lot of stuff you don't understand at least google it like i think not understanding stuff is not always the best thing because now they're like really sick herbs and mushrooms and stuff and like you may never have heard about them and like ashwagandha is not something bad for you right but maybe you had never heard that and so then you're not you know, you're like, oh, I shouldn't consume that because there are a lot of things I don't understand. So I always just say, you know, use old Google, use your nutritionist friend, use me, <laughs> ask, ask questions if something is, you know, kind of, if you think it kind of, is that in the green, is the yellow, is in the red as far as uh, consuming. So that's one there's a ton of different products like that that's number three there that i think was kind of like toted healthy um that really i think is biting us a lot in the butt um number four is hustle grind culture and i think that was a lot of places i'm sure i happened to be living in toronto at that time and so obviously it's like still that for a lot of people they live their whole lives like that and i think a lot of people do i think it is shifting i think the pandemic made a huge movement for that right like helped help people really see the light on that that like you gotta live to work not work to live um so i think that was huge but i know at least like when i was coming up in the work and especially in the fitness industry like you were just hustling and grinding right like you were working 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. and it wasn't wasn't accepted to take a nap, wasn't accepted to like, you know, take much time off at all. So that was really rewarded, you know, and this is so terrible, so toxic for our internal health, for our gut health, for our hormones. Um, really did a number on that chronic stress, that inflammation, which is gonna be that underlying into digestive dysfunction into hormonal imbalances into all of those things that those lead into right the fertility the sleep the mood the bloating the digestion and inability to lose weight because your metabolism is messed up like all of these things right so this was that's super super problematic if you're still stuck in that i know i do and like for me it's it's i mean it's a million times better than it was and it's but it is something i have to be conscious of every day you guys and so that's why i'm also sharing with these things like some of them i haven't done or thought about in years like the protein <laughs> chips but some of them are still things i currently 
deal with. I currently have to be intentional to change the way. And one of the reasons why we have to be so intentional, we have to be so on top of this is because I do believe, you know, for the most part, it is still what is rewarded out there to be hustling and grinding. And even if it's maybe, you know, starting to shift, we still are surrounded by all those people who, again, like grew up in that time. And so if they're not kind of awoke to this, you know, new way, um, then they're going to be stuck in that and they're going to be telling you that's that's the way so you know a lot of this it might be the work you're in if they're not um, accepting and open to this might be a bit harder across to bear and you have to ask yourself right like what is that worth it to you right like your work what is it worth is it worth your health and you just have to have that honest honest conversation if you know that like like for me i have control over what i work and how much I work, right? I do work for myself. Like, yes, I get clients through one academy, but that's like a partnership with them, right? Like I could be like, I'm good with clients. Like I don't need any more. Like I could tell my clients, you know, like, you know what I mean? There's things that I can do like versus I know some people in their jobs, it's, it's a lot more like, listen, like I can't just snap my fingers and change it. But then you have to take extreme ownership, right? And you have to, okay, like, yes, maybe you can't change it tomorrow, but what can you do? What steps can you make? Because we're all in control of our own lives and we have to take that take that lead if we're not already, if we're feeling like our work is impacting our health. Like, do not live year after year like that. Just please, like, please, please, please take control of it now. Um you see way too many people and again like that's when we're we're getting the really shitty diseases the really scary ones the life-ending ones this didn't come up overnight you guys it didn't like (laughs) yes I know it's unfair to a lot of people and I know some people that are extremely healthy that get it and I know some people that you know have lived a crazy rock and roll lifestyle and are still healthy and die of old age at 100 right so I know a lot of it Sometimes it doesn't make sense, but a lot of the time we can see that some of these things can be avoided if we adjust our lifestyle and we adjust the way we're eating and the things we're putting on our body and the things we're consuming. Like we really do have more control than we think. And um, again, the pandemic and, you know, with some kind of social media where we're able to kind of control our a bit, right? Like <laughs> a lot of it's a lot of it's very censored at this point, but where we do a little bit more free speech and this stuff is getting out more and more, like we understand how much control we do have over our lives and our health and that we we just need to stand up and we need to take it. So that was number four you guys just your uh, work life balance right that hustle and grind mentality and ditching that as soon as you can take that nap um and don't feel one at shred of guilt for that okay so the next thing that i don't even think is thought as healthy but is so two things two things this so accepted in our world and these again i am not saying that i am the poster child for either one of these two things but it is something that i've become hyper aware of in the last few months and have made some big changes in my life about the first one is coffee again this is something that like is so accepted that it's not even a lot of time it's like not even 
thought of as a problem. It's not even thought of as something to like shift and change if your your health is you know in in in, in uh, it has a problem or like it kind of is but then it's just like but then it's just like ah it's coffee you know what i mean like it's kind of like laughed off and again i'm not against coffee i drink coffee pretty much every day um you know that might be something that i do change like there is sometimes where i um you know i'm not sure if i should um but i am like at this point again it's something that i really i listen to my body i don't just take it just because i'm like oh it's it's the morning i'm having coffee like i make sure i have some food in my stomach before i make sure i have like a liter of water i take my greens lots of my you know gut supporting stuff before i have it i have some food in my stomach before i have coffee i always have my coffee with collagen with some mushrooms with some homemade um nut milk you know something with some fat in it um so I am really intentional about that. I treat myself to, you know, something that's not so great, like maybe a Starbucks um, coffee or a barista coffee, you know, here and there at 100%. I, I am not, I'm not, again, I'm not the poster child for this. I don't expect you to be. I'm just bringing awareness to some of these things for you um, that I know, again, for me, like coffee was one of those things where I just kind of like, meh, I kind of shrugged it off for a really long time. I never had like a coffee problem. I wasn't like chugging cups of coffee a day, um, you know, all that that kind of stuff but it it is like still like I could I knew when it was impacting my life and especially when I know that my adrenals are under some stress right now they're not producing the way they should be I know that I have H. pylori so that is a bacteria that really is very stress induced um yeah I just I know that I have some things that are directly related to my stress levels and caffeine is going to play a role in that right so i have to be aware of that so the way i consume my caffeine is very different now it's very intentional um it's also you know very rarely do i have more than one cup a day um the other times that i do i'll have like some caffeine i'll have some matcha or i will have it's like very little caffeine but it's with with a mushroom um and i always put it with like some cacao and again just things that are going to off balance the um impact on my adrenals and my gut health right so things that i can put it with with food with fat um and have it with some more calming things like l-theanine or reishi something like that um so that again i don't i'm not running on my stress hormones which is what happens so much of the time when we have coffee first thing thing without food then we go on to our work we go on to a workout and we're just running on stress hormones which that is something that i did that again is quote unquote like healthy lifestyle or whatever i don't even know if it's a healthy lifestyle but something that is so well accepted um and that again maybe not a healthy lifestyle but a way to be like skinny <laughs> or um you know what i mean like because then you're like oh i'm not eating like and i know that was me like early 20s i'm like oh i'm just gonna as much the least amount that i have to eat the better right and i know i'm not alone on that that's 100 percent. so many clients so many girls so many friends all of us dealt with that kind of thing so coffee was just another way to do that and was it's a very it's a very toxic relationship i believe and i think it's so accepted and so a lot of people don't think about it second part of this second part of four um is alcohol you guys like holy shit i um gave up alcohol at the beginning of september 
and I have had like half a drink um, since then. It's, it is, again, it's for my anti-inflammatory, like my gut um, uh, healing. It really happened at the, like such a synergistic time though, because I don't know what, like if something flipped in me, I don't know if it was like the work and the reading. And again, like a lot, as I intro this, you guys, like a lot has shifted for me. And I'm like, is it because I also gave up alcohol? Like, I'm not sure, right? Like, I don't know. I think it's a part of it though. Like I've been get, got so much more clear. And I, I just really realized it was one of those things. Again, similar to coffee. Obviously, I think there is some, um, you know, I, I not think like, I mean, I pretty much know, but yeah, like in my opinion, it's a lot more detrimental, right? There's a lot more people obviously with issues around it. Um, than coffee but in just a similar note like kind of where I'm putting these together it one before me like I'm not someone who has a problem with alcohol so like I can put it together with this where it's like something that was just habit and routine for me and then something that's something that yes I enjoy like I enjoy the taste enjoy the feeling um and something that I was just kind of turning a blind eye to of maybe having a bigger impact than it did in my life and so that's why I'm bringing them together but I know for many people they were they would not be in a similar category like my my partner my brother like these are people in my life that I know these wouldn't be in the same category for um but for me why I just wanted to talk about is again I think it's just highly accepted that you know have a glass of wine at the end of a stressful day um have a few drinks out with friends again I'm not judging anyone I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that I'm not saying I will never do that 100% I probably will um I don't see me doing that in the near future and I love it I love my life for that I um yeah I just honestly I feel so 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 good and I thought it would be hard and it's been it's been so easy, <laughs> but also I do know that I set up my life so that I'm not around people that drink very much. And I'm not around people that pressure me to drink. I'm not around that anymore. Like I have zero tolerance for that, right? So that might be something to just look at for you. If it, again, if it resonates with you, pick it up. If it doesn't, don't throw it away, right? But if it resonates with you, there might be some other things for you to work out with that. But just know that like it has an impact <laughs> on your health, on your gut, on your hormones, on your mood, um, your waistline, all of those things. There is really no good things we can say about alcohol other than I think it does have that element of um, you know relaxing you, bringing your like bringing community together. Like you know, I think there are some good elements there to it. But one, I think like we've gotten very carried away with it. And two, as far as like we're talking about health, like internal health, there is no positives. So just know that, right? Like I, and I think there's just not enough conversation about that either. Like there's so much just kind of like trying to um, say like, yo, this like alcohol is like one glass, you know, like all these things try to make it, make it right and or make us feel good about it. And it's just like, yeah, drink if you want to drink but like no there's no redeeming qualities <laughs> for it um so yeah that's like that's for me I'm definitely like I'm going up until 
like the new year kind of thing or christmas but we're going to see my brother for christmas and they don't drink so um like i don't think that we'll really won't be really drinking much around christmas either um and yeah we'll just please see like i'm not making any blanket statements i'm not saying anything but i know for 100 percent because of the way the last six weeks have been for me that it will be something that's so so much less in my life than it already was and you know it was you know again judging on like the average average normal it was already you know less in my life than a lot of people but um i'm just yeah maybe very intentional that it is a very small part of my life when it is going to be a part of it at all um yeah so that's when those are what's that number four coffee alcohol don't forget about those those two very big impacts on our gut health on our nervous system on our hormones that are so widely accepted but they still have their impact so let's not forget about them um number five you guys that are coded as like healthy um is sorry is um like nut milk <laughs> Um, I, I'm like, is there like a, I was like, is there another category or is it just going to be like nut milk that I'm talking about? I think I'm going to talk about like nut milk. Um, but just honestly, like anything that's like healthy, but it, like, so like vegan products, um, egg replacements, uh, yeah, like kind of like we're trying to replace a whole food with, um, a man-made like food that is supposedly trying to make it healthier, make the planet healthier, make your body healthier, all of those kinds of things. Again, you can have your own opinions on these. You can you can pull up research to support and to um, um, not support what I'm going to talk about. So I know there are different camps on these things, but we cannot ignore the fact that like something like an, um, a store-bought cartoned almond milk Yes, I know there are some almond milks that like literally like almonds and salt. So that's awesome. And that's what I make at home. Like I have, again, since starting the gut health journey, like, um, again, <laughs> I've been on many gut health journeys, but like this one in particular, when I could just see I was getting lazy and I'm going to talk about that at the end. So stay on track. But this is what I'm saying with, um, nut milk. Like I got an almond cow, but you can make it in a blender, um, make your own nut milk. I know there's a few places like a uh, nut bar in Toronto. Again, Elmhurst is a good nut brand milk brand that does just use the nut and the, the, um, the, uh, salt. Like, so that is good, but most like silk, almond breeze, Califia, like there's some, like most of them, right? 90% of them, 99% of them are going to have fillers, right? Um, carrageenan, xanthan gum, um, phosphor, I don't know, just like weird shit, like <laughs> weird fillers. Again, like having it here or there, again, what I said, like I go to Starbucks, I'll go have a barista coffee out, like I'll have it at a friend's house or something like that. I'm not going to never have this stuff and you shouldn't feel fearful of it. Like I'm not saying that, but having it like every day in your coffee, every day in your cereal, your smoothie, like whatever you're making um, and having the almond milk, the almond creamers, like all of these things 
those have an impact on your microbiome, on your gut um, lining, on the permeability of it. That is, again, that is stuff just like the number three there with the, you know, the things that your body's not recognizing. Those are things that are, again, they're they're a gum, they're a filler. That's what it's doing in the intestines as well, right? So just thinking about those things, if you are having those things a lot, um, you know, the ice creams, the desserts, the, all of those things that are, again, like healthy, but they're made from like weird shit um not all of it is right a lot of it is made from you know like some tofu and some almond and coconut so read your labels right i eat some of that stuff as well but just being in just being intentional about that stuff and how it makes you feel and that is the other thing i really just want to that i kind of introed it with that but like if it makes you feel bad, like, like maybe think about that, right? Like, um, but then also know that a lot of this stuff is going to be compounding your years after years after years. But those kinds of things, you guys, and then like the fucking milk, the um, eggs, the replacement meats, like all of these kinds of things. Like there is so much stuff in there that is inflammatory to the gut, that is gumming it up, that is making the GI impermeable, all of those kinds of things. So really just pay attention to that kind of stuff, um, where we can remove it, um, where we can eat the animal if we're not vegan, if we haven't chosen to do that. Um, do that, right? Support your local farmers, um, get the local eggs, get the local meat, um, so support that. That is, that is, that is the way we are supposed to eat. That is the way that it was intended. That is the way that we support communities and farmers, which are going to save this world. Like we need to support them. We need to support ourselves and our communities and supporting local, shopping local, um, eating food that was, you know, in its closest form if you don't have any issues with that is 100% the best like for me like I'm very excited like right now I'm not supposed to be eating much dairy so I have like very little because I love dairy and for me I think it's I like it like I again I grew up on a farm like it makes sense for me to eat some cow and sheep and goat like products um, so again, I would never, never touch a conventional. That's just not something I would do. There's again, think about the animal, what it eats. You're going to drink that. You're going to eat that. <laughs> and they don't put a lot of good stuff in there and they don't feed them a lot of good stuff. So think about that chain. But you know, for me, it's like at this point, because I'm not, then I'm going to make it from, you know, organic nuts and I'm going to make it at home. So I don't get all that junk in there. So thinking about that stuff, you guys, um, where you're spending your dollar and you know how it's impacting your long-term health uh number six number six i think Fuck, i was doing so well with the numbers there i usually do terribly but um number six that i want to talk about you guys is our beauty care products our cleaning products um our plant products right things we're putting on our yards on our gardens things like that so these are our chemicals our pesticides our herbicides um, that we're putting on like plants that we're eating, you know, maybe on our conventional food um, that we're not washing um, or just conventional food in general. It's pretty hard to get it off. So thinking about your load to that again, I'm not perfect, but thinking about your toxic load to that kind of stuff. That's finally, finally starting to come out in the media, even though for about 20 years that stuff has been coming out, um, you know, 
on kind of side ends and if you're in the in the loop of um you know more holistic and and you know natural farming and things like that you you know but um you know the glyphosate and how that's all you know very linked to cancer and all of those very scary things you guys so be intentional about that stuff you know where where is your food coming from what's going what's being sprayed on that and how are we cleaning our food how are we preparing it and then yeah how we are you know what are we smelling right are we lighting fragrance candles are we putting um fragrance filled things on our body from non you know natural sources there is no regulation in the beauty industry you guys it is scary it's a scary place and those things are endocrine disruptors those things are wreaking havoc on our microbiome on our Um, endocrine system so that is something that we have to be really conscious about as well Um, and things not just about the food but our skin is our largest organ you guys and that that is that is going to be very impactful um, to to our internal health and to our long-term health so thinking about that taking a look at those cleaning products at those beauty products where can you support your health a little better right where can you cut something out that again a lot of these things are habits right these things that we think that we always need to have that we grew up having and again there's no shame or blame in that stuff but as we learn more as we as a person start connecting to ourselves more we have to start taking ownership of that and not just being lazy and I know that's things that like for me too like I'm speaking to myself as much as you guys you know like I get lazy with that stuff too because it's all around us right it's the easiest thing to go and grab a shoppers or Loblaws or whatever your local store is like those are the easy things right it's harder to get the clean products it's harder to support the local businesses in a lot of cases right because it's not as easy accessible right it's not on Amazon it doesn't get here overnight but you have to think about the chain you have to think about the impact and honestly like this is a little off topic but you got to think about the other people you're impacting with your dollar spent so um again i'm not perfect at all but these are things that i consciously think about and i you know aim to do better every single day with them so those are things to think about kind of outside of the food but are there they're gonna have that impact you guys on your health uh, similar to stress right like you know that's not a food but that's gonna have a big impact on on your health all right so we got to think about number seven here um our water right what uh, what is in the water we're drinking are we filtering our you know toronto tap water um again there is some things that are found in there not so wonderful for our consumption um thinking about water outside of what we're drinking the fish that we might be consuming the heavy metals that are in there the heavy metals um and you know pesticides as well kind of going back to that but that are in our grains right non-conventional grains rice oats um or sorry conventional oats rice pasta those kinds of things those things are going to make big a huge impact on our microbiome um so being being really aware of those things um as well so those are kind of like a few different things I kind of wanted to tie in there into seven. And then eight, you guys, is actually more about like the the trauma, the stress that may be within your body, the boundaries that you're not setting for yourself, the toxic people and mo- news and media that you're surrounding yourself with, being really conscious about that. And again, where can you play a role? Where can you cut some of those people out? Where can you 
you know, not follow that person or scroll or, you know, can surround yourself with that toxicity? Where can you, you know, maybe go to therapy, do some own meditation, some own releasing, you know, get an NLP therapist? Um, where can you release some of that and that you're not holding on to? And again, creating stress, right? I've talked about in our stress episodes, you guys, that our body doesn't know about this, you know, current live stress or something that is past. So if you're reliving a past stress and that happens on constantly, um, that's going to keep you in a state of constant stress, stress as well. Um, and stress leads to inflammation, inflammation leads to all disease. So we have to be thinking about those things as well. Um, you know, keeping in stuff that happened to you in childhood, small or big, right? Like I think that's also something like it doesn't have to be some huge huge traumatic event um it can be a small thing that's happened but if we're reliving that trauma if we're living that stress day in and day out that can be problematic which again that's kind of what for me was with my eating disorders body dysmorphia and those kinds of things i was reliving that all the time right and not not shaking that out of my nervous system not releasing it and not um you know, kind of letting that be and then letting that go. So that's another thing that I think a lot of people don't think about um, as being really toxic. And, you know, that kind of leads into the last one, you guys, that again was really like thought to as being not healthy, but like you were living a healthy fit lifestyle and kind of as long as you like had abs and like, or like fucking looked good or whatever, like you people were like, oh, you're so healthy and, you know, whatever. But like, you weren't right because you're struggling with the fact that you don't feel worthy and you hate your body and you're critiquing it or or you might love your body but you have to do all these extreme things um to keep it that way or you know just like those kinds of things right as not being mentally healthy um but even though on the outside we may look at we're struggling inside and um that being something that can really wreak havoc on our gut as well because as thinking that we need to be perfect um is gonna put a lot of stress because we're never gonna be right so um that can be really detrimental as well so we have to think of that holistic person that holistic picture you guys when we're thinking about our gut health when we're thinking about our hormonal health when we're thinking about our long-term health and just the way we are are uh, showing up and the person we are like we have to think about that mind body soul and how we're supporting it now but then we you know we don't want to live in the past but we have to visit it and we have to that's why we ask for health history right like we we have to know what's what's been going on and you know why x y and z thing might be appearing right like why those things might be happening um and really looking at the whole person and just coming back to what i said at the beginning because i think it's so huge is really tuning in and listening to our bodies and what is truth for us because as i said like there could be a few and things in here that resonate with you guys there could be a few things that don't that's the wonderful thing about free will you can take and leave what you don't like um but you know tuning into your body so you can truly make that distinction like did this resonate with me or is you know is this is this fine for me right like or do I want to be drinking alcohol or wow like what you said really made me think you know and I know that was for me I like I was just I kind of was like yeah whatever I like I drank but a lot of like I just 
I didn't enjoy it. You know, I was starting to really not enjoy it, even just having a drink here and there. And this gave me the permission to really like own it. And then, you know, look, look what's come out of it. And again, we'll see what happens, but just being in that in tune with your body and trusting it and being okay. If it looks a lot different from someone else, that's, that's okay. So I think that's it, you guys. I'm bummed because I totally think I had one other one. Oh yes, I did. Okay. I got one more. Okay, I totally wanted this one to come before that last one because that was like my wrap-up one, but I forgot about it and it's important because I saw someone mention it on like a fitness account yesterday and I wanted to blow because it was like unpopular opinion and stopping like not eating vegetables. Like if you stop eating vegetables, your bloating goes away or like check what look what happens to your bloating if you stop eating vegetables. First of all, if you eat a vegetable and you get bloated, you got bigger issues, girl. And come see me or another professional that can help you with that. And, you know, this kind of made me think about all the stuff that you did. Like if you're obviously like if you're in competition, but just did as a healthy fit person, like prepping your meals. And don't get me wrong. I love food prep and I still do it, but I do it in a way that combines also being you know healthy for my microbiome and for my gut health and for um um you making sure i have that diversity of nutrients so that's what i'm getting to is something that is really ignored a lot of the time is the diversity of food and that's so important for our microbiome and yeah you might get bloated if you eat cauliflower because you haven't allowed yourself to eat it for six months or you know what I mean so your body's not used to that food right so then it's working away it's through it just happens to a lot of people with like legumes and things like that so if you're getting bloated after a food like there's a lot of different factors to think about like it's not just like oh that food is bad for me like I can't handle it which again that's something I always thought like in my 20s so um that's something to really keep in mind you guys something that fake people will kind of put out there in the fitness and health industry of eating the same foods over and over again and that's not healthy for our long-term microbiome health you guys it really needs that diversity of minerals that diversity of fiber that diversity of polyphenols to be healthy and thriving and for our microbes to have have a robust life for those you know because we need we need good microbes in there right those healthy ones so um something to consider and if you haven't there is definitely ways to kind of introduce that stuff in a way that's not going to make you bloat or blow up or feel uncomfortable um you know there are ways so let me know if you need support with that because that's something i deal with because or help out a lot because that's definitely something i went through and i needed to work uh through um to reintroduce a lot of foods because i cut out a lot of foods um in my early 20s to to do that and lived on a lot of those you know fit foods those processed foods those garbage foods so um and just yeah like cut out a lot of nourishing foods ate really low calorie and that's the last thing right a healthy thing which i do think we're moving in the right direction but eating really low calorie for a long time obviously impacts your metabolism you guys but it attacks your it really impacts your microbiome like it starts there, right? It starts in the gut. So of course, if it's going to affect your metabolism, it's already affected your gut. And that's something really huge. And then when we start eating a normal amount of food, um, that can lead to a lot of the bloating tooth, a lot of discomfort, maybe a lot of the stuff that's going to create that mental issue for like, like a psychological issue, because 
we're feeling that water retention, that bloating, whatever it is, because our body's not used to the food, right? And, and eating a normal amount. Um, so that's another thing to consider that's often healthy. I think I've gone on long enough, you guys. This was a good one. I loved it. I hope you guys love it. I hope you learned something. Um, I know these are things that I've all done. I've done all of these things, you guys. So don't feel bad if you're doing some of them, if you've done them all, if you're still doing them all. Like, girl, I've been there. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you too, like, if this can bring some awareness to you guys and you can stop doing some of them, or at least you can look deeper into your health and see the ones that maybe are not contributing to a healthy lifestyle and healthy internal health and get some help and stop doing them, then I will be so, so great. So, so happy because honestly, I don't want anyone to have to go through like what I'm going through again right now. So, you know, these things can happen to all of us, right? I'm a nutritionist, I'm a fitness trainer, like coach, like, but I honestly, like, <laughs> I'm just as susceptible to this to you guys because, again, all those things I mentioned in this podcast related to the fitness and health industry, like, 10 years ago. And, you know, I, I know a lot of it hasn't changed. I just, like, I'm unavailable for it now. But I know it's still, a lot of this stuff is still an issue. And with TikTok, it's, it's a nightmare right now. Um, it's really, I can't even be on it. Like I just, again, like I'm unavailable for it. Um, I am here like to support, as I said at the beginning, but I am unavailable for it. Like I said there, like we have to be conscious about what we allow into our energy field. And that's one thing I'm unavailable for, but I know it's still relevant. Um, so yeah, if I can help one person avoid some of these pitfalls and, you know, having to, dig yourself out of this hole which is 100% doable so that's what I'm going to conclude you guys I got the GI map test back in the summer and it's changed my life because I know what's happening with me and I know how to get out of it I know what to take I know how to live my life um to heal and to bring my body back to balance and to start feeling amazing again to start feeling like myself and it's so powerful you guys to not just guess and not just waste money on different supplements and different cleanses and feel frustrated for years and like you know go to different doctors and not being heard and being dismissed and Oh, it's so frustrating. I know so many of you have been there. I have been there. And that's why I'm so grateful for the GI map. I'm so grateful for that I was able to um, get it. And then for me to have the ability now to offer that to my clients. Um, so I just want you guys to know that that is something I offer now in my practice. Um, if you want more information on it, please let me know. I'm working on a website and programs and all that stuff right now. So um, I took a little two year or maybe just one year, a little one year break, like one and a half year break from my business um, and kind of like needing to just restart my website and all that stuff. So it's not there yet, but you can definitely always DM you guys and kind of get us, get you going on the GI map right away um, or Dutch test as well you guys know I offer that if you want to look at your hormones if you're you know worried about fertility or um, PMS or anything like that we can look at that as well but it's just so much more powerful you guys to get the real like get get those answers know exactly what's going on get those targeted herb supplements um, lifestyle so that you can start healing and feeling better and not continue to you know just spin and feel frustrated and alone in this because you're so so not alone um there's just millions of us going through this and 
we are we are here to support so let me know guys if you have any questions about that if you loved this podcast as much as i love recording it please let me know and i can't wait to see you guys back here next week we are getting up on the video soon we're gonna have guests so it's exciting things to come for best self radio guys i just appreciate you so so much being here for any share for any comment for any um you know run to me and say you loved the episode um five star review any of it you guys means so so much to me and yeah i'm just really excited to grow the podcast through this year and into uh, 2023 let's go baby